When I was a child, there was a game we used to play on the playground called Lurgy. Essentially, it was a bit like the game It, but rather than passing on the It to someone else once you got them, you both kept it until essentially the whole playground became infected with the Lurgy. Ever play that game or one like it? But there was a darker side to this term Lurgy. That if you're a bit smelly, or if you had nits, or if you had dirty clothes, or if simply if you weren't very popular, people would say, You've got the Lurgy, and Neil's got the Lurgy. It wasn't just embarrassing, it was often bullying. Now, if you were marked as a kid who had the Lurgy, no one would play with you at break time, no one would sit with you at mealtimes. No one even talked to you for fear of being infected by your presence, getting the Lurgy too. Having the Lurgy wasn't fun. It was painful. It was lonely. It was hurtful. Now I'm all grown up with kids of my own, and I thought I'd grown out of these playground games until that was. I went shopping earlier this week. Now having completed 14 days of family isolation because of my daughter's cough, she's much better now, thank you, we went for a stroll to our local shop to stretch our legs and to try and buy some eggs. But on walking into the shop, I felt transported back to my school playground. Everyone did their best to keep at least two metres away from my children and I. Every little splutter or sneeze or <coughs> cough was given either a dirty or a horrified look. When I went to pay for what we'd bought, one man even moved his child right round to the other side of him, away from us, and said, just stay there, away from all these people. I had the lurgy all over again, and it wasn't nice. In our true story from the Bible, we meet a man who had a real-life lurgy. This man probably had open sores and wounds all over him, perhaps a scabby skin on his face. He might have missing his nose or his ears or even some of his fingers. He probably didn't have any hair on his eyebrows and bald patches all over his head. And he would have been really, really, really smelly. You would have felt icky in your stomach just being close to him. This man had a skin disease called leprosy. And everyone was really, really scared of him because of it. Just so that everyone knew that he had leprosy, he was told he had to wear torn clothes. He had to wear a mask to cover the bottom part of his face. That when he went near people, he had to shout, Unclean! Unclean! So he'd know he was there. If you touched him, or touched something that he had touched, you too became unclean. And so everyone would have stayed as far away from him as possible. If he had any family, he probably hadn't seen them in years. For years, he'd not felt someone hold his hand or give him a hug or even a kiss. And that's really sad, isn't it? Worse than that, he wasn't even allowed into his own community, into the town. But instead, he had to live in a little kind of mud hut thing uh, outside of the town with all the other lepers a good distance away. Isolated and rejected from his family and his community, with no hope of getting back because there was no cure for leprosy. I don't know about you, but as I say that this whole coronavirus pandemic is making me feel a bit like a leper. Like I am unclean and I need to be kept at a distance or kept away from people in case I give them a disease. 
even worse, is making me treat other people like they might have the lurgy too. Maybe for you right now, this is really tough and you're completely isolated and alone and away from your friends and family. If that's you, I really feel for you. If you do feel alone, please do reach out to a friend or someone you know. Give us a call or an email in the church. We'd love to speak to you and see how you're doing. But you know, the story of this man with leprosy in the Bible is like a little picture of a much bigger story. A story about you and me and the whole world. You see, the Bible says that we all have a kind of lurgy. But instead of being a, a physical disease, like a, a cough or a fever for coronavirus or leprosy, this lurgy is spiritual and infects each and every part of us from the tops of our heads down to the tips of our toes. This lurgy is called sin. And we've all got it. Sin is basically everything that's against God. Every bad thought, every bad word we say or bad action. Even ignoring God or pretending he doesn't exist, it's all sin. And the Bible says we all have this disease. And like leprosy, we can see the signs all around us that we are infected with it. From the mean things we think to the mean actions or things we say. So how we treat our people to ignoring God regularly. The problem with sin is that we often forget we have it or think that we can carry on living our lives like it doesn't matter. But it really does. Because like leprosy, our sin against God means that we have been locked out of the one community that really matters, not a town, but a community of God the Father, loving his son Jesus Christ in the love and fellowship of the Holy Spirit from eternity, the community of a triune God with no hope of a cure. But this leprous man heard something about Jesus and he risks everything. He bursts into the village as the townspeople cover their noses and run away from him for fear of being infected. He gets right up and into the midst of the crowd that's following Jesus, falls at Jesus' feet and begs, if you are willing, you can make me clean. What will Jesus do? Will he reject him like everyone else? Will he keep at least two metres away as he walks around him and carries on? Filled with compassion, Jesus reached out his hand and touched him. Filled with compassion, like deep down in the pit of Jesus' tummy, he felt this man's pain, he knew his rejection, and he was going to do something about it right then and there. What did he do? He touched him. Imagine this man feeling the warm, soft skin of another person for the first time in forever. Jesus didn't have to touch him, we know that. We know that Jesus can heal people with just a word in towns far away. Jesus didn't have to touch him. Jesus wanted to touch him. I am willing, Jesus said. Be clean. Immediately, the leprosy left him and he was cured. Imagine the look on the crowd's faces as this man's nose and ears and fingers began to grow back. 
uh, as his hair and eyebrows became bushy and thick again. As his cuts and wounds began to heal up as the scab sped off his face, leaving no trace of a scar. Imagine how this man felt being healed, being cured. But his healing did come at a cost. Because where this man once had to live outside of the town, excluded from his community and his family, our passage ends by saying that instead Jesus had to stay outside of the town in desolate places alone. Over 2,000 years ago, Jesus came crashing into this earth like a Royal Marines commando being deployed into the most dangerous part of enemy territory. Jesus came to do battle with sin and the devil. He came to defeat them. But unlike how Jesus touched a man, God didn't just touch us, no. But God became one of us, living in our skin, breathing our air in the person of his son Jesus. One writer of the Bible, Paul, puts it like this. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. By dying on the cross, Jesus, the only person in history of the world who had never sinned, freely took upon himself the punishment that everyone deserves and the consequences of our sins against God's, yours and mine. Like how he traded places with this leper at the cross, Jesus traded places with us, being forsaken by his father so that we could be brought back into the loving relationship at the heart of God. For us to be cured, to be made clean, Jesus had to become unclean in our place. I know the coronavirus seems scary. And we're all cautious and worried about it, and rightly so. But are we as worried about our spiritual condition? Because if you believe that Jesus really is who he claims to be, then you can know for sure. That whether you get sick with the coronavirus or with something else, you have a cure for your very soul in Jesus, who has made you completely clean before his Father God and brought you into relationship with him. Brothers and sisters, if the coronavirus has opened your eyes to the reality of your true situation before God, fall at Jesus' feet and cry, I know you are willing, make me clean and receive his love and forgiveness, his touch. And if you have already felt the warm touch of our Lord's hand deep upon your soul, by his spirit, cry thanks to God. And like this happy former leper, talk freely about it, spreading the news of him to everyone. Let's bow our heads to pray. Our loving, gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you that Jesus wasn't afraid to come into our world, into our brokenness and our mess, our uncleanness, our sin, to touch us, to live amongst us. And by his death, to take away all stains, all blemishes, all wrinkles of sin and make us clean before you. Father, thank you for Jesus. Give us courage to speak of him to all those around us, to bring hope of healing 
and cure for our lives and souls to the world around us. And in your mercy, heal them also. In your son's name and for your glory we pray. Amen. We're now going to continue in a time of prayer.